The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Back to Old Teen Show. I'm Brandon, and this is my classmate, Jessica. Hello. This edition of Old Teen Show covers the first and only season of the short-lived 1992 show, The Heights, the story of a local rock band, 20-somethings called The Heights, living in a suburb called The Heights. This show is called The Heights. Today, we are discussing the eighth episode, Splendor in the Past. Jessica, what's going on with The Heights this week? Jody and her mother conflict over wedding plans, including using the band. Lenny meets a young woman dedicated to environmentalism. This one is directed by Jefferson Kibbe and is written by Jana King, which is okay. Uh, new blood here, uh, both director and writer. Kibbe, he produced the pilot episode of Silk Stockings. There's a claim to fame. Oh, wow. um, he'll do three episodes of this show. He did episodes of Hunter, Booker, 21 Jump Street, Superboy, Salute Your Shorts. Do you remember Dead at 21 on MTV? I don't. I did. Maybe we'll Old Space show that if I can find it. It was like sh- really short-lived like sci-fi thriller on um, MTV. Oh, wow. He did Models, Inc., Beverly Hills 90210, Melrose Place, Sliders, Baywatch, and Angel. He did a lot of he does a lot of second unit stuff now, including Criminal Minds, Torchwood, Dollhouse, and Bones. Back in the day, he did second unit on Dynasty and Charlie's Angels. So TV cred all up and down. Uh, Jana King, she wrote for the Kamish Silk Stockings, though it wasn't the episode that Kibby up there directed. Uh, Godzilla the series, and she has done recently such Hallmark classics as Christmas in the Air, Christmas Next Door, and Love, of course. Well, isn't that delightful? Yeah, and we got another notable guest star, Pamela Adlon as Pamela Seagal. She guest stars, notable comedic actress as such, Bobby Hill, the voice of Bobby Hill from King of the Hill. Oh, yeah. This is why I listen to your podcast, to learn all the stuff, Brandon. You're on it right now, Jessica. I just watched it. I didn't investigate. I love this. Teach me more. So she was on, of course, uh, she was Louis' best friend on Louis. If we're allowed to talk about, are we allowed to talk about Louis as a past thing? Or we just ignore it? I don't. I think you can give editorial information. Right, right. But yeah, she was, oh, she was the mom in Bumblebee. She was the mom in Bumblebee, too. Jeez. Yeah. I didn't even pick up on it. Yeah. I think I was too butthurt. Like, who's this B? Where's Nat? Where's mm-hmm. Natalie? We get a Natalie update this week, though. We do. But first, back-to-back episodes with commercials. Woo! So let's talk about... Uh, this episode, though, was brought to you by Mattel. They're like, um, we got to sponsor the Heights. That was the very first... Okay, so that was the first commercial. Scrutinies. And it was the game... What is it? Scrutinize? Scrutinies. Scrutinies. Or scrutinize. Scrutinize. And eyes like your eyes. 
Did you ever play it? I've no, never even heard no. of it. I didn't even, yeah. And I thought the voice of the commercial was the guy that does the voice of Darkwing Duck. In oh, Jim Cummings. So now I have to go back and listen again. Could have been. Could have been. I, there's a few voiceovers of commercials I was writing down. I noticed that more than anything else. Like, uh, oh my gosh, that's Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but that might be in the future. Oh, uh, <laughs> we had uh, New Ivory Clear is Tough on Grease. Uh, VO5, it touched us so much. A commercial I really liked for Pepsi where uh, Frankenstein was dragging, the Frankenstein's monster was dragging the truck of Pepsi. And I remember get, that one. And it, yeah, I remember it because when he gets to the house, Dracula opens and he goes, what, no dip? Mm-hmm. And it's like some Universal Studios Pepsi thing. And Pepsi's slogan at the time was, gotta have it. That was... Oh, I loved it. And it had the old Universal Studios logo. At the oh, end. yeah. I loved I, it. Oh, I love it so much. When they used to like go like they used to have like the was it there where they had the Beetlejuice monster mash mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. And they used to have much more dedicated to classic stuff. And they had the was it them that had the Alfred Hitchcock experience back in the day? I think it might have been. I think Maybe. it was. I yeah. always think Universal Studios and Beetlejuice, though. And Beetlejuice, yeah, the like, monster. Yeah. Leaning on the logo. Maybe it's because the cartoon also. And they had the was it the. Series. The sound, the Foley effects thing with Chevy Chase and Martin Short. Did you ever do that? No. There was like a, yeah, you went to this thing and they taught you about Foley effects. See, this is what I liked about <laughs> Tangent. Here we go. Universal students stuff back in the day used to like have rides and stuff, but you would have fun learning about movies and how they were made. Now it's just like, here's a fucking IP and a ride. <laughs> and like, like, it's like, oh, here's Wolverine's Berserker teacups and that's it but this you would go and they pick people from the audience you'd watch a clip of uh, this haunted house thing with chevy chase and martin short and it had no sound and they had to teach you about how they put sound and post-production in movies they pick people from the audience they'd have the things and you'd have to like time it out and stuff and then they played back what the, your audience made that's and, awesome and it was really cool um yeah, and but they don't have stuff like that anymore. Well, they have Halloween Horror Nights. They do. And I went to that once in LA. It was fantastic because they had mm-hmm. the whole Walking Dead prison. Yeah, I've heard yeah, thing. I've heard those are awesome. Um Sabita Graves on this show, uh frequent guest, she reviews those for her writing job. So she gets flown around and she goes to horror nights and theme parks and stuff. She's a theme park reviewer. So well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Other commercials, we had Sports Talk Football 93. Is this what Madden was before Madden happens? That's what I'm wondering. Was it called Sports Talk Football before? I didn't do that research, <laughs> Jessica. I didn't do that research. You don't learn that on the brain of Peter I didn't show. know. I don't know. Oh, isn't my, this is interesting? On election night, the Fox Comedy Party Tuesday joined Jason Priestley. For, I'm like, on election night, eh, Fox don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> Watch comedy your comedy party. They're like, fuck it. Yeah, that, and Luke Perry. Yeah, that would have that happen now. No, no way. No way. This is 92. So it's George Bush Sr. versus Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. And Ross Perot was in there too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's forget about him. Yeah. But yeah, um, let's see. There was a tartar. So America. Sorry. <laughs> there was like a tartar confessional for Crest. 
in living color, Damon Wayans returns. So didn't know he left it. Didn't know. Didn't unless know. it was to film Major Pain or um, what is it? I'm trying to think. Of. Mo Money. Mo- oh, could have been Mo Money. Um, nine oh two and oh this week. Dylan reveals his summer fling, but will he reveal to Brenda it was her best friend, <gasps> Kelly? Scumbag. Yeah. Uh, there was a Gyna Lotrimin commercial. There's a couple of feminine product commercials mm-hmm. out there. Uh, oh, nothing captures the power of music like a CD. There's that. <laughs> There's like a whole thing about from Sony about mm-hmm. CDs. Um, and if they remember, like 92, people were still into cassettes. Yeah. Like, people were still really into cassettes. I had Salt and Peppa Very Necessary cassette. Yeah. So I was late to the game. I had, I had Please Hammer Don't Hurt Them cassette. <laughs> Oh, don't forget Mary with Children. The yeah, I know, that's, for the first time. That's hilarious. That's my very next note. That was great. Oh, yeah. The Bundy's vote for the very first time. But was that part of the Comedy Tuesday block? No, that was on Sunday. 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 Uh, I think so. Because then I'm sh- Well, we'll get to that later. We had a South Dakota political commercial. Like, Oh, I'm surprised. That, considering there's an election coming that next week, this is the only political commercial that happened. It was yeah. vote Democrat for a change. Was it vote Democrat for a change or vote Democrat for a change? I'm trying to Which think. way think was it? They typically go, I feel like they're probably more conservative, but who knows what was going on in the 90s? Maybe there was a big thing yeah. out there in Sioux Falls. Yeah. Sega had a, uh, a commercial for a game called Green Dog. Never heard of that. Nope. Never. I knew Sonic the Hedgehog, but not Green Dog. And finally, the movie trailer for... Jennifer eight. Never heard of it. Oh, you never. That was like a big. Uh, I, I remember my rental store had like a cardboard stand up for it and like posters. And it was like one of those that had like a bunch of copies. Yeah. It must have been right where I'm still too young. Like yeah. I watched a lot of horror movies though at that age, but the ones that my mm-hmm. mom already liked. So it's like you can watch these. I remember I Jennifer guess. eight, but oh, I will say the L'Oreal commercials of the hairspray. Mm-hmm. Just seeing that retro bottle with the red, blue, and yellow like squares on it. Oh yeah, and the woman that like would happy. talk, but you're not sure if that was her voice, you know. <laughs> and a lot of Saturn commercials for the Saturn cars. Yeah, forgot oh about God. them. Yeah, um, our episode TV show at some point. <laughs> right. Uh. Uh, yeah, our, our episode, uh, the wedding's coming up for Jody and Dizzy, and there's talks about what to get them. And Jody's mom's kind of taking over the wedding plans. That's where we get. That's where we're at here with this episode. So we're going to get to see this wedding in this season. Spoilers yeah, the next episode. But, uh, <laughs> well, if you remember last time, Brandon, where we left off, the teaser said this was going to be a very special episode. Oh, gosh. And They're all fucking special. I'm finding about with the heights. Yeah, two out of the three we've watched <laughs> for this round were very special episodes. Very special. Kind of overdoing that special. Please watch this show. I think for this one they meant a very sexual episode. Oh, oh yeah, it's all about. Well, not Jody's mom, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Dizzy. Uh, so like, Dizzy doesn't like to be told. Like, he sounds like great. Or something like that. Or everybody's like, he's told he's great, but he's Italian, so he doesn't like to be told he's great or something. There was I like this. Up on that. They're like, don't tell him that he's Italian. Like, if someone says he's like great at some 
schmogaboggin, but that's how they started out. Uh, and JT said, uh, they're, um, it was after they play the rehearsal. So JT like brings up a good point. Um, he's like, you know what we need? We need to find a sound for their band. And, uh, Lenny says, no, we need to find a gig. And at this point I'm like, wait, they've never played for Thank people you. before. They had a hit. I thought they've already played a gig. They have never played before people like hopes going out and play and play. Like I'm like, wait, do what? Remember that fancy girl that already made it and came back and watched them? Yeah. And she's like, hey, you guys sound good. Yeah, like nothing. They're only playing in a warehouse. I was like, you guys sound pretty good. Um, play by the docks. Yeah. Something. Not all your songs are good, but you sound competent playing. Uh, and they decided that they could play at Dizzy's wedding, and uh, but they admit like Dizzy's future mother-in-law is going to have a problem and try to put a roadblock to it but their yeah, first gig likes to decide a lot of the stuff maybe it's because well, yeah it reminds her of her when she was younger right like jody marrying a, a plumber yeah you know baby on the way and she's Thank like oh i need to do this for her i just need to decide everything for her right a little intense and is and dizzy presents it to jody in front of Hope and Rita, and they're and they're all like, "It'll be our wedding present to you." I'm like, "Fucking cheapskates." Hope you're rich. You better buy them actually something. Right? We've seen your dad. Like, mm-hmm. like, come on, get something off the registry at least. Uh, and they urge Rita that this is the moment to stand up to her mother. And Dizzy gets pissed and walks off. About it all. Uh, Big Mike has a new employee, Rosie, for this week, <laughs> which is Pamela Adlon's character. Um, and she's trying to make him environmentally conscious about his business decisions. And Lenny's like taken with her and like showers her with praise and stuff. He's like, I think you and I can be friends. And he's making a documentary. Yeah. He's like, all of a sudden I can make a documentary about you because you're changing the world and you care and your passion is just so great. Lenny's a real Lenny. Like, yeah, he is. He, Yeah. Jody I immediately was like, where the heck is Natalie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What we've been wondering. We've been wondering. Um, Jody and Hope pressure Rita about sex details. So this shifts now to like being a Rita's problem episode. And uh, she's upset and wanders off to grab Alex and go home to watch an old movie. And he's mm-hmm. like, that's why I'm with you. And things get hot and heavy. And then Rita's mom shows up. And they're watching the movie Splendor in the Grass, which is where our title derives from Splendor in the Past. I don't know why they went with in the past, but um, I did love that TV, the movie host on TV that they had. Like, oh, that's this movie. Yeah. Pre-Turner Classic Movies guy. And Rita's mom was like, oh, this movie caused such a hubbub back in the day. Oh, Yeah. It's just too sexy, I guess. Too much whatever. I've never seen it, but now I'll have to check it out. We have a that'll be an episode coming up. Brandon and Jessica talk about Splendor in the Grass on the Brandon <laughs> Peters show. It's part of our movies mentioned on things and talking about them later on. That's actually a really good idea. There we go. You only get five minutes, but here's something that was mentioned, which it won't be five minutes. It won't be five minutes. Um, Jody's mom's not happy. Uh, her uncle was going to play the wedding, and uh, they're going to install them if the, the Heights play. So now mom's like, I'm not going. And Dad has a 
heart to heart about how she and her mom are just alike. He's like, you're about to marry Plumber's assistant. The exact same thing she did when she was your age. So, boo, I guess. Trying to change things. I I did have a genuine laugh in this episode. Um, Right at the flower shopping. So Jody decides to have a rant and then just turns to the guy working at the flower store and it worked for me. I was like, all right. And he's just like, huh? Um, all right. But she just like deeply professes this stuff to her. But um, yeah. And Lenny, Lenny like, um, after just like introduces the Rosie to like a city council person thing. I, I was like, the f- is that so easy to happen in a day? And, yeah, and she's like, you should run. You better run for office. Huh? Oh, honey, we'll never see Rosie again. No. She's not going to run. Nope. Um, so JT and Alex go for a uh, hot dog and bro hanging. This is the most forced scene ever. I don't even understand. I know why they're having it. But even they're- JT's like, you better not tell people about this. I'm like, why? Do you have a crush on Alex? Oh, no. This is a pairing about- we're going to we're gonna see oh. again a couple times, which is a thing they're trying to do with these two for some reason. Um, is it to show that JT is becoming a better person by hanging out with someone like Alex? I don't know. They're like, well, these two, let's, uh, we just have nothing to do for anyone out. Like, let's throw them. Even Stan out too. I know he's going to be brought up eventually, but it's yeah. like, yeah. 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 But Alex is like, you got to stop the woman slaying. And, uh, he's like, I got to have every woman before I settle down with hope. Like, jeez. Oh, JT. JT, man. Like, he's trying to get details from Alex. He's like, why haven't you, you know, plowed Rita? What's wrong? You know, you got Yeah, he's like, all up, like, and and he's like, you're confusing Rita with the girls you like to go out with. And he's like, women are like cars. You don't service them every once in a while, they break down on you. I'm like, God damn, JT. The worst. So everyone's peer pressuring Rita and Alex to do. Oh, yeah. Just so weird. It's like, let him be. Let him be. Well, you guys haven't even played a gig yet. Right. Focus. But this is what we were promised in this episode that it was going to happen. Um, Stan, we, we talked about Stan. Hey, look, he has a chat with Dizzy about Jody's mom is going to flip. He's like, Jody's mom's going to flip when she sees me as the best man because apparently she's racist too. She's just an awful woman. This <laughs> Jody's mom. Um, but then Dizzy loses it, and we find out in this episode, Dizzy's from Florida. Oh. Yeah. But where's the heights? But where's like where's it, the heights? Where's that in relation to the heights? Is it, is it far to travel? Are people coming like a town over? Like, well, Florida. They mentioned Florida, so he's from a different state. Is it Georgia? Is it Mississippi? There were mountains. At what? one point, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, and uh, Rita Phil's lays in on the night she got interrupted, like they're all wanting those deets. Uh, Dizzy has a tiff with Jody's mom and then confronts Jody about it. She's like, She's like, You're marrying me, not your mother. And uh, I know, but she's my mom. Why don't you go marry her then? So we're like hitting up the cliches of like every young couple getting married television show thing, right? Yeah. In one episode. So those jitters and all that are there. Yeah. So much fun. I was trying to count. I'm like, how many, well, how many tropes do we hit? 
We're hitting a bunch, like cliched lines, things happening. Next episode, we'll get what happened to Uncle Jesse on Full House almost. Thank you. Uh, I wrote that down. I was like, um, uh, is there going to be a tomato truck? Right. Where's, Gosh. The, where's the parachute? But that's Four. for next time. Um, so Jody talks to her mom, but her mom's like, ah. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Mom, apparently not a fan of Dizzy. Uh, she says, you have no right to talk to me like that about my fiance. Storms off saying, don't bother about coming to the wedding. So then uh, JT talks to Lenny about Rosie and we get an update on Natalie who left to go to college. I mean, there was a song written about her. And then she's like, well, cool. I got rush week next week. Like, I. So when he said Natalie went to college. I was like, does that mean Natalie was 18 going to college and you all are 22 fresh out of college? Yeah. Going on 23? Because Stan was going to go to grad school, I think, at one point, maybe, or maybe Hope was. Was it? The song was like, Natalie, oh, she's so pretty. Rosie. Natalie, oh, she got to study. Like, <laughs> okay, Natalie's gone. That's what they're telling us. She, she gone. It's okay for Lenny to find love elsewhere thank I god the writers finally were like oh crap we didn't we did a song didn't we we did it yeah she kind of uh, meant something guys fought over her like what maybe we could yeah Natalie. we should probably address that right uh he argues girls guys and girls can be friends not everything has to do with sex um stan goes do me do you mean to make such an ass of yourself and jt calls rosie a moo a what? A moo. Like a cow. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, he called her a moo and it like pissed everybody off. And uh Rosie then shows up to ask Lenny if she'll come over and they'll make dinner. And then oh yeah, this is the like this is like the hey kids safe sex episode too. Oh I yes, yes, about yes. That. How many times do we see the reach for the Yep, yep. Uh you so can't do it unless you have one, folks. Right. So Rita confronts Alex and she's like, are you scared of me? And some workers like cackle at her? Like, <laughs> oh, they're heckling her too. Like get, first off, they're like making out in an alley right across from where she works. Right. Against the wall. At the brewery. Like, we officially know it's a brewery now. Yeah. We're talking. Um, but she sets up some plans for the evening. Uh, Dizzy Jody have themselves a moment about what they've done and what they mean to each other. It storms. There's their... Cliche checklist, bingo, if you're playing. And I was like, oh, it's a thunderstorm. They're going to somehow go out in the rain, fight, and make up. Yell at everybody that they're happy. It's it's awesome. Um, So Alex wanders into this candlelit seduction by Rita in his apartment. And so it's so steamy. The p- pan catches fire. The pot boils over. The thing in the oven is burnt. And he's like, so what's for dessert? Ah, ha, ha, ha. As she's in her little black baby doll dress and there's a real dessert too but i I think we know where (laughs) we're going with that but then alex rejects her like she wants it like he's driving this woman nuts um dizzy has a talk with jody's mom about his respect for her and the family his excitement to join it so um a 17 for you bingo players uh alex hey by standing up to jody's mom it showed that he really did care about Jody. That's true. That's he true. He did the hard thing. Because he knew now she meant worthy. to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or what she meant to her. Uh, Alex shows, shares his hesitancy of sex is because she means more to him and he doesn't want to screw it up like he has women in the past. Ooh, what a big fucking reveal. Uh-huh. What we hear is like, oh, I'm not good enough. All those hoes were, but I'm not good enough. You're Great. special. Like, 
Okay, Alex. Uh, like his dark and mysterious is just not that cool once it's Which brought into light. Rita calls him out for because she's like, dude, sometimes you literally ruin the mood. You are just mm-hmm. such like a killjoy. Right. Oh. Just go with it. Do what you want to do. Right. Uh, Lenny and Rosie hook up, but uh, he pulls back because they don't have a condom. Can't have a condom, can't do it. Betty Not had one for Natalie. Betty had one for Natalie. I bet he did. I bet that's they where it went. It. She might was. She maybe she was a minor still. I don't know. Oh, that's where that's where it went. It was Natalie. Um, le, uh, the mom shows up at the wedding dress shop, makes amends, gives her blessing and all. So, whoever's got the bingo with the free space, you win. Uh, Alex plays a song to himself on his electric. Rita shows up to say that a lot of girls appreciate a guy like him, and she feels the same way, and it scares her. And now. They can bone with flashing neon lights outside. So <laughs> if you're on the sex bingo card, we're, we're checking those out. Um, Alex stops in the middle and distraughts Rita. And I'm like, and uh, grab a condom. So we have this happen two times in this episode. Yes. And not one condom commercial. Because this was the Trojan Man era. Where was that? I wonder if they couldn't do it at that time. Since it was probably 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, they probably didn't do any of those commercials right. till after 10. Saved them for MTV. Um, yes. That's true. Uh, we then get a song sung by Alex. It's like a blues one called So Hot. And it is very long. Because that's going over the montage of them doing it. Yeah. It's happening during this song. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Laid back. Uh, J- JT plays his solo during it. Uh, Rita plays the harmonica on it. So she's not on the sax. Um, the commercial promised us some steam and we got some steam and then the song ends and the episode ends like, all right. The thing they showed us didn't happen until the very end of the episode, which guess what? That becomes a trend here. Knowing what happens. They teased it like three different times though. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was going to happen the second time. Okay. Thunderstorm. So I get with this. I get with this. Okay. Uh, I guess. Um, so next time, the wedding of Dizzy and Jody. Um, next Thursday, you're invited to a special episode of The Heights. Right after Another Martin. special one. Right after Martin. <gasps> yes. I love this so much. I love the commercials and even the promos. It's funny. The so, when it ran in the TV schedule just makes me happy. So I, I, listeners, I texted Jessica yesterday and I said, good news. All these episodes we're recording for in this block have commercials. And I was like, something nobody in 1992 would have ever said. <laughs> it's true. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But they're fun. They and are. I, they add another dimension. I loved Fox. Growing up, literally, I just watched no, Fox. That's what except I watched, for these shows, apparently. Yeah, I watched Fox. Yeah, Fox a lot when I was growing up. Um, they had just different programming than everybody else. It was like a very diverse slate of like weird comedies dramas that weren't the same as what you were seeing on every like i mean their drama was like the x files like that was the closest they got mm-hmm. to like a straight drama on there you had married with children which was a game changer you had simpsons of course like martin and living color like it's crazy to think we lived during an era where in living color um saturday night live Kids in the Hall and Mr. Show were all airing at the same time. Like, Jeez. that is fucking insane to think about. Like, the best of sketch comedy all 
at the same time i was like spoiled um but yeah i like the fox stuff um the heights uh we'll have a wedding next time so uh this gig's over so till next time we play jessica where can people keep up with you Hey, I'm over at the Bob and Tom Show, but you can follow me on Twitter at JN Alsman and Instagram is at Jessica Alsman. And I, uh, you know, pop on here a lot. So you never know. You never know I'll be. You're on here every time, Jessica. Jessica, you're on here every time. Am I? If you want to hear you just a little, it's at least, I mean, at minimum, you hear you just a little. So how do you talk to a Jessica Alsman? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. How many times I have to hear that song? They now do the credits with How Do You Talk Mm -hmm. to an Angel? They do. They play the credits. They and they're have all the song like, play, jam and it. They do a voiceover over it. It's like we but get this Thursday on Fox. Yeah. Sorry. Memories. So, Where can they find you, Brandon? Oh, they can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD. Written work on whysoblue.com. There's more from the Brandon Peter Show this week. But until then, Jessica, how do you talk to an angel? Um, you usually try to send a message via Western Union. All right. Yeah, how about that? That's good. Who knew? Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetersshow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetersshow.com. show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.